This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Cause Doug loves Everybody, um, I love movies. Chris Hardwick does not lie when he sings, and uh, he's the singer of that song. Hard and Firm uh, came up with that ditty for me. That I, I keep getting tweets from people saying that it's really, fur, you know, burrowed into their brains, and they can't stop uh, singing it, and, and and they also don't know the words. Uh, I can't stop singing it, and I don't even know what I'm split. What, Fifteen ads of popcorn kernels. What the fuck are? What is he saying? Um, but you can go to a specialthing.com and somewhere in one of one of my threads, I think uh, Matt Belknap uh, writes out all the lyrics. If you want, if you're dying to know the lyrics. Uh, I want to say that I'm. We're coming to you live on tape from the UCB Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles. Before Comedy Death Ray, a weekly show on uh, every Tuesday night here at UCB in LA, and we thank them for uh, letting us uh, be the uh, the pre-show, if you will. And I'd like to thank everyone who's uh, listening, uh, and and anybody in, in this room who's uh, who's uh, who's done this. But I don't think any of you have, because LA wasn't one of the stops. But I'd like to thank everyone that came out to uh, Doug Benson's medical marijuana tour. Uh, we did 13 states in 13 days, me and Graham Elwood. Here's my uh, quick yearly update before I uh, get the show going. Uh, every year I like to do this. I didn't see Saw. I didn't see Saw 2. I saw Saw 3. I didn't see Saw 4 or 5. And I have no plans to see Saw 6. <laughs> but that might change. The only people, uh, I said that on Twitter and people were like, why'd you see Saw 3? Like, I'm such an asshole for picking... <laughs> The third one to, to finally go to one and then never see another one again. 
And uh, the reason is because I was dating a girl at the time who wanted to see it, and I never say no to a girl that wants to go see a scary movie because I think they're boring and dumb. And uh, but there's a good chance to maybe grab onto something. Um, and latch onto some shit if you're at a scary movie. Um, also, I don't I don't like to fly in planes, but if a girl wants to go, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I also want to quickly mention that uh, my buddy Patton Oswalt's movie that I've been talking about on every episode is still uh, bouncing around the country. It's called Big Fan, and uh, 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 when this podcast starts to air, you can uh, see it in if you live in San Francisco or Berkeley. It's playing in uh, Lumiere Theaters or Landmark, something hoity-toity like that, to go watch Patton act like a total freak. Um, let's bring out our guests, shall we? Let's do this. Uh, so exciting. Uh, my guest today on the podcast co-wrote uh, Night at the Museum Battle of the Smithsonian along with lots of other movies and you also might know them as Lieutenant Jim Dangle and Deputy Travis Jr. from Reno 9-11, I like to call it. <laughs> Tom Lennon and Robert Baker Anderson here. <laughs> They're running around, they're excited. Never had guests that are more excited than you two. I mean, Tom more than than Ben. That's what we call him. We call him Ben, even though it's his middle name in show business. In real life, we call him Ben. Hey, look, I'm Iron Man. And you can. Uh, <laughs> I should have mentioned that backstage. The physical gags go over the best on the podcast. It actually makes people want to come see it live, which is exciting. He's doing a very Iron Man. I really do like you, Pepper. Look, I'm Iron Man, Pepper. Hey, Pepper. How do you think they're going to up the stakes in Iron Man 2? Do you think he's, uh, Iron Man's going to get slapped by two monkeys instead of just the one? That, that's how we would do it. That's exactly what we would do. We put him up against Waffle Iron Man. He's like a bizarro, you know, like made in a bizarro universe. But as always, has something delicious yeah. ready, ready to go. This is Belgian and shit. Always burns the first one. <laughs> you should know, Iron Man, I always burn the first one. That's a Belgian accent? Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever been in like some sort of meeting or something where somebody does accidentally say Reno 9-11? Has anybody called it that? Not on purpose. On, on live television once. Uh, yeah. We were doing publicity for the movie. And, oh, and, and yeah, a morning, it was like six in the morning, and some morning in like Philadelphia, a reporter said, and now, she, reading the teleprompter, she said, and now the heroes of 9 11. Good morning, Tulsa. It's going to rain. <laughs> Bring your boots inside. And the worst tragedy ever. <laughs> you can take the mic out of the stand and hold it. I don't think I'm gonna. If you want, I don't think I'm gonna. So, how does it feel being the first of the two Amelia Earhart movies to hit theaters this year? Did you feel excited that you got the job? Uh, we scooped them. We scooped them. We scooped them. I was gonna say or the hot one, but the other one, she's also pretty hot too, isn't she? People argue about Hillary Swank's hotness. I think it's just because she played a dude one of the first times out. Yeah, she was a hot and dude. She was a hot dude with the best vagina I've ever seen on a dude. Man, she did. That was great dude vagina. This is the best. <laughs> That's the best when you go to an art house movie, but then you get to see a vagina in it. It makes the whole night like worthwhile. Now, why didn't, since you wrote the movie and Tom plays uh, Why didn't you see Wilbur Vagina Wright? in Night 2? No. You play <laughs> Wilbur, it. You, play, you guys play the Wright brothers, right? Yes. You're Wilbur and Orville Wright. Uh, you're just supposed to guess that, I guess, as you're watching it, because you're never really uh, just assigned as such. You're just standing around yelling at planes. We're two dudes dressed, we're dressed up like dudes who work at Ferrell's. Yeah. You know, the ice cream place? Yeah, yeah, you're going to run through with a zoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Happy it's somebody's birthday! birthday. Oh, a lot of mustache wax. 
I love um, it. And uh, so you guys know we had no intention of playing that role in the movie. In fact, okay. it never really occurred to us. Because they, they would have totally double teamed Amelia Earhart if you guys had, had thought ahead, we, right? We pitched a scene pitched that, yeah. where we kind of saved the day, and then there's like a big shower to celebrate. <laughs> that got nixed by Amy Adams' people. Amy Adams' people didn't love that idea. You shouldn't have called it the Bermuda shower. But, uh... <laughs> So, but she was, uh, I thought she was, I, that's one of the things I thought you guys really stepped it up a notch, because I just saw the, the movie uh, on a uh, plane flight. Woo! Best way to see it. <laughs> Best way to see it. I, it, was on a, uh, it was on an individual, um, mm. you know, viewer thing yeah, that yeah. they passed Jet out. Blue. you're looking at Alaska. On, on Alaska, it was on Alaska. Alaska, nice. And they hand you a thing where you yeah. can watch, I could have watched Taken again. Sure. <laughs> to try and figure out if it makes any sense. Sure. But I went. With, but you'd already seen it. So. I had already seen it. So I went with Night at the Museum too, and I got to say that the adding of, of of Amy Adams as Amelia Earhart. I mean, I know you probably didn't know the casting would what casting would occur, but adding like a hot girl that's there the whole time was a, was a great idea. Yeah, we didn't we didn't invent that. Adding the hot girl. <laughs> They've been doing that in movies for years. Yeah, but you forgot the hot girl in Night at Museum One. What about Carla G G Gugino? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say. She's so sexy. She, but Carla Gugino is very sexy. She's a hot lady, but she shows up and she's bookending the movie. She's she shows up in the beginning movie. and the end. And but it's she like, wears look at these, some, and you're like, she yeah, wears some amazing sweaters. Be See, you agree. She wears some amazing sweaters in Night One. Yeah, yeah. Night Two was about pants. <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to say. I've actually got this written down. Did you visit the set a lot? I mean, come on. Monkeys and Amy Adams in those pants? Like, I would be there every goddamn day if I wrote that. We were, we were there as much as we could be, yes. Yeah, it was a fun time. Uh, we were there a lot. And we had lunch with the monkeys. Mm. And the only pants better than the pants that Amy Adams wears in the film are the pants that she wears when she's just hanging out between takes. Yeah. Also, Which are a pair of, like, She gray. throws on some hotter pants? Yes! 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 It's crazy. She, it's I know she's hit a wall of impossibility. It's no, <laughs> there's a pair of pants that she wears even better, and it's just like a pair of like Nike yoga pants. Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Mm. Cause I, I, she's just, I think she's great in everything, and I like the way she. I don't know script-wise how you did it. Like, did you plan for some of the characters to speak? Anachronistically, and some just to be very specific. Yes, her, 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 yes. Her she sure. she yeah. nailed it all the way through. She doesn't like have a misstep in terms of how her character talks. Yeah, yeah. Catherine Hepburn in a in a, in a Howard Hawks kind of movie. movie was yeah. in the original pitch. That's how she should. The talk idea it. was for the movie. And this is an interesting place to talk about this because it'll never come up anywhere else. Really, is the idea was that all of the characters in Night Two would be like sort of island of the misfit toys. It'd only be characters from storage. In the basement, so it was going to be like uh, an Amelia Earhart, who of course got lost uh, flying around the world. It was going to be like a little, a little animated uh, atom, like a nuclear atom, because he was like from nuclear power, and a Custer. We were also going to have like an old broken head of George Washington Carver. It was going to be like this weird assortment, <laughs> weird assortment of things that weren't on display anymore. We're going to save the day, and then that kind of just fell by the wayside. I would love the George Washington Carver thing. Right? He's just like a head. If he just was just a head talking just about a head. peanuts. Yeah. 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 Anybody wants some refreshing peanuts? Yeah, right. Like he, he and Amelia yeah. Earhart have a great conversation about, well, yeah, I came up with peanuts and you yeah. flew a plane. Exactly. <laughs> Peanut butter. He didn't come up with peanuts. You're going to bring the two together. Oh, you didn't come up with the actual peanuts? You just came up with the butter? I think they were around. Yeah. Charles All Schultz right. and or God. <laughs> But I wrote down, like, you know, it's too late now because the movie's come and gone, or not gone. No, no, well, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do reshoots. We'll re-edit it and right. do reshoots. Okay. What's your idea? Well, I just, <laughs> I just think the movie wasn't sold right. I think it was sold with a lot of uh, Hank Azaria, and you should have just went with, the, the tagline should have been, monkey in a space suit running. By the way, that's the best thing that's ever been yeah, captured on by the way, a monkey in a spacesuit running. Speaking of, there, is too, there's a whole weird. sequence that got cut, that they shot, that got yeah. cut. Maybe it'll be on the DVD, which comes out December 7th, Pearl Harbor Day, or somewhere right around then. It does. It comes out right around December 2nd or 5th or something. Um, but there was a scene where Larry chases the monkey in zero gravity. He goes into like the moon display. And they fly around. And they float around and they oh. chase each other in zero gravity. And the monkey pees on him in zero gravity, so it's like bubbles. No. Yes. That was the point they of the shot space it. monkey. They shot the whole it. point of the space yeah. monkey was that he could pee bubbles at him. Yeah. 
They shot it. The footage exists. You'll never see it. Except on Pearl Harbor Day, Except maybe. Except on Pearl Harbor Day. <laughs> All right. Let's see if I have any other questions about that movie. But now that I heard that, I just like lost all, all my enthusiasm for the movie as it exists. Right? I just, sorry, it's the about the extras. I know. I just want to see what what I didn't get to see. Uh, uh, which that that's a good that's another question I had written down. What like you, you had to deal with the you made this you know it's a massive the first one was a massive hit. They come to you and say let's do another one, and then you have all these great ideas because like there's a. What is it, a Koontz that's running around in one of the museums? There's a Jeff Koontz running around. A Jeff yeah. Koontz running around, and like, uh, what, what's that painter that uh, the painting comes to life? There's a, uh, a, a, American, a Grand Wood, Gothic, American Gothic, comes to life. Um, yeah. Which we kind of, I kind of thought that would look more like a painting. I didn't think it would be actors. And what, then about the a, more, the, what, what about the modern artist, though, that has like the comic book? Oh, there's a Lincoln There's one that's uh, based on like a William Glackens of people skating in Central Park. Yeah, all uh, those were in the script. Our Most of those were in the script. Nighthawks comes to life. Yeah, yeah. Was in the script the the little uh, Edis, uh, what were they, Einstein, the little Ooh. Einstein bobblehead dolls singing, that's the way, uh huh, uh huh, I like it. Ooh, did you guys, did the two point. of you put your heads together <laughs> and come okay. up with that? Okay, oh, this, this, this is a really mad. interesting Pandora's box. <laughs> this makes this us This is mad. a really interesting Pandora's box you've opened because no, we didn't write that. Originally, I didn't think you did. the riddle. Originally, I felt I was on pretty safe ground speaking to you in such a derogatory manner. You guys would go, "Yes, we wrote it, and we're fucking proud of it." Okay, Doug. So here's it, it, it what happened. It was called uh, Night at the Museum. Riddle of the Pyramids was the title of Night at the Museum too. And the riddle is the thing they have to figure out on the pyramids. And it's we, like an ATM keyboard. And we were looking for what is a number that the Egyptians would would be important to Egyptian people. Uh, so we spent several a lot of time thinking and a about lot it. of time thinking about it and, and researching pie. and studying pie, it. Pie makes sense. Like the Egyptians discovered pie at the same time that they discovered it, like Angkor Wat. Like you it's this weird you mystical you can't number. You build pyramids without understanding the concept of the number pi. Because that's how they're designed. Yeah, you need that number they, they to figure out it's really cool. the radius versus the <laughs> circumference. We and, worked and, on it for so and long. And that's so great. And so there was a little... The so Einstein was, was going to explain, and it was it was 17 secret, seconds of him saying, the Egyptians totally understood pi. Oh, pi yeah, just one Einstein. They shot it. it was they one shot Einstein. it. Yeah. it was, yeah, it was one Einstein. But he, but they even shot this. Of the the little, little bobblehead Einsteins even explained. Uh, uh, pi, obviously, the riddle of the pyramids is pi. The Egyptians discovered and understood pi. You can't build a pyramid without pi. You should look it up. Yeah. Like that was what he said. Right. They cut that and replaced it with that's the way uh huh uh huh I like it. Yeah, so it was very weird. It was by the very, way, we get we get a lot We get a lot of shit about that on the internet. Yeah. Because those Einstein's look great. They, yeah. they help the story move along yeah, with yeah. knowing about Pi. It's yeah. funny when Ben Stiller can't remember Pi. Yeah. Wouldn't it be it great? It all works yeah. except for why are they singing a fucking... Wouldn't it be great if it made sense? Disco song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At a certain point, though, in the studio system, you know. God forbid we get kids interested in math and history for 17 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Let's use a song. Well, there is a monkey that could come running through and pee on somebody. So. <laughs> Well, that's us. We'll take that bullet. We'll take that bullet. Yeah, was that's what I mean. Is you can really, you can really tell that distinction in your comic voices. That, that as I'm watching the movie, well, these guys think it would think it'd be funny for a monkey to pee in a dude's face, but they wouldn't think that these little bobbleheads singing, uh, right. you know, Sun Casey and the Sunshine Band right. would be uh, enjoyable exactly. for anyone. Well, I would say, what, what child would enjoy that? <laughs> what child is going? Finally, one of my favorite disco era hits. Being sung by Einstein bobbleheads, uh, you were perfectly rendered in millions of dollars of CGI effects. You're literally preaching to the choir. Uh, oh yeah, there's so many questions. Yeah. I didn't understand why you gave the caveman a lighter in the first one. That doesn't make any that sense. Doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you give a wax caveman a, a lighter? lighter? <laughs> it's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in a film, and I get shit about it on a daily basis on the internet. Fuck you guys! Well, yeah, that's the thing. The internet, they're a little cruel. Yeah. They're, a little, they're a little harsh. And, I, and I, I must admit that I'm one of them. I can't remember... <laughs> I can't remember what... I didn't review... I didn't have... The time wasn't right for me to... Yeah, I reviewed on... Uh, I was on a morning show in New York, and they said, review some movies really fast. And one right. of the, and, and I at the museum opened that Friday. The first and, one? Yeah. 
And I said a night at the museum a, a lifetime to forget or something like that. Sure. <laughs> That's okay. Man. It was I was lame. I hadn't seen it yet. I, if I didn't know that, oh, I was you were just throw all cracking wise. Right. That's right. Yeah. And you were just being a talking head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just make jokes about shit I don't know anything yeah. about. There's a lot of that going then on. Then I really sit too. down on a long plane flight and watch and right. do the research and I fall in love. See? Mm. Mm. I fell in love with that movie. It just had a lot of, it, I had a lot of good stuff in it. I, I truly recommend it if you've got uh, some time. <laughs> don't make time. Don't make time. Don't make time. time. If no. you're in jail. You can use it to watch the If you're in jail. Room. Jail or on Alaska Airlines. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weird lowering of standards that occurs, but there's still... That's called Hollywood, still, Doug. Yeah, that's what there's we do. I mean, on a lowering of standards that occurs. That's why we're here. you lived in Hollywood? That's why we're here. Oh. Did you ever guys write, ever write a scene where Ben tells Amelia that people watch movies on planes? She would she would have been blown away. Uh, but speaking of watching movies on planes, another movie I saw this year on a plane that I enjoyed thoroughly and was surprised by enjoying it so much was Seventeen again, starring Mr. Thomas Lennon as a uh, rich nerd. Yes, um, that is the thing. All of my friends told me how much they loved that movie the week that it came out on airplanes. Uh, yeah, because none of your friends are showing up and saying, one please, at a Zac Efron movie at the fucking mall yeah. on their trench coat. I suppose that's just, that's just serial killer stuff. Yeah, like you get on now. the FBI, most wanted yeah. list. One uh, please. No, but right about the second we hit the, that hit American Airlines. Hey, good job, dude. Oh, man, the texts and the emails... It's really, you're partying, it's funny, and it's a good movie. And that's what everybody says, is it's way better than they thought it was going to be. Absolutely. Yeah, because it seems like it's going to suck. <laughs> that kid's he, good, Zach's that good. That kid is awesome. That kid's good. That kid can act like a fucking tornado. That kid's good. <laughs> yeah, he had and act he 17, like and the original, the kid had act 18, and he, he didn't cut it. He looked like 19 or 20, but Zach really was in the ballpark. He's got to do more basketball. He does basketball in all of his films. I actually brought that up at the beginning. I brought that up when they like, like one of the too much basketball for I was him. like, so like always basketball gonna be in every and everybody shot me look like fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> He's good at it. You're good at being a nerd, so hey, you that part. Too. shut the fuck up. Yeah. You. And I was like, alright. He can't play football with his shirt off. That's I guess that's why. And swimming oh, is just point. swimming is just full on oh, game. Forget it. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. a swimmer like, without that girl showing up and trying to kill it. Ooh, you man, we, let, right now, let's get let's text Efron and see if he'll do a swimming movie. We'll produce it. Ooh, I want to get a fortune. <laughs> you're gonna you say let's text him. You're not looking at me. Well, my phone's backstage. I don't have his. <laughs> you have his number? Oh, sure. And you could just text him right now. I could go <laughs> get it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm try. Just see what he writes back. He might write back something, right? He might say something by the, by the end of the podcast. He does. They do hang. They have hung. How did you decide who played Wilbur and who played Orville? They, we don't decide anything. You just you saw it in the end titles when you saw the first screening of the movie? They fit him for a mustache, so I knew which one he was, because Wilbur had a mustache. Oh, he did? Yeah. So you I can't say you didn't have to glue on a mustache. No, because there's nothing I hate more than gluing horrible, on a mustache. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I can't say for sure right now which Wright brother I am in the film. <laughs> you're, you're Wilbur according yes. to IMDb. Yes, yes, because you have a mustache. Awesome. <laughs> I actually watched the end titles too, just to see who were the voices of the things that had that had voices. Because I thought mostly Harry did, did all of them. Yeah, he did most of them. all of them. But then it turns out there's a couple others in there that he didn't do. Fascinating. <laughs> Okay, so you're texting to Zac Efron. We want you to start a swimmer movie. Well, and they go right back. Swimmers directed. I also here's the other thing. Like he won't know that we're like at a joke show. So if I write him like, hey, you want to do a swimming movie? It might get it's it might get greenlit. Like, he's gonna think I mean like at my house. Yeah. <laughs> what difference does it make? It's still a great idea for him to be in a swimming movie that, that you wrote. Yeah, okay, I agree. I'm trying to... I'm trying to I, my, I got duck bench. How about a movie about a guy swimming with monkeys? Mm, overthought. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, you're going to read in the trades. you got green lit. So, Ben, what have you uh, seen in the theaters lately? Have you seen, have you I haven't seen a movie in the cinema since Tyson. Them? Tyson was the last yeah. one I saw in the movies. Ooh. That was great. Yeah. That was really, really who good. Who plays Tyson in that? Uh, <laughs> some black guy. I don't know who they got. 
He was really good. It sounded just like him. That movie, I thought that movie was great. I really, really enjoyed it. So, so is that like an occupational hazard as you find yourself going to documentaries because scripted movies are, are even more irritating to someone who's yes. writing them all the time? I don't ever, I don't think Text Tom does out. either. Text we don't see comedy. I don't see out. comedies. I saw Up, I saw Up, which I very much enjoyed. Up was a fucking bummer. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I really liked Up it. Up is fucking heavy. That, that first ten minutes is ripped from rough. the headlines with the balloon boy. <laughs> Right? That's the that was the funny version, I guess. The funny yeah. version of the balloon. So, what did your text to Zach Efron say? <laughs> I didn't want to say "come shoot a swimming movie." Because <laughs> I just went down at the watering hole. I am, I am. I am also old enough to be his dad. Yeah. So yeah, that's I creepy. said we might have a movie idea for you when you're around. Let's see if he writes back. Oh, okay. Okay. I wanted to like tease. Oh him fuck! Now we have to do it. Now you have to have, <laughs> you have, to have more of an idea. <laughs> yeah. Shit, you're right. Ah. Uh, all right, I'll act like I meant it to somebody else. What if I? I'm like, no, that was totally. That I'm, was for Zach Penn. Oh, sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say, what if it's he's a young man who really enjoys swimming, but uh, he um, his his whole family died in in a water related accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and that's Aquaman. His grandparents. <laughs> His grandparents don't know that he sneaks off every day after school to swim. Swim, right. And then... Because uh, why is it... I just saw Whip It, you know, the Drew right. Barrymore uh, roller derby thing. Why is why is every movie about how the parents don't want the kid to do this thing that clearly is going to maybe make them some money and some success? And, that like, one didn't... Yeah, it's always about, about I'm sneaking and, yeah. off to be in the roller derby. Yeah, like fucking Herbie Fully Loaded, for example. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is, makes sense. That yeah. shit doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. Oh, I'm, I'm agreeing with yeah. you. <laughs> now, I if, if a kid is good at porn, the parents will be like, do it, you'll make money. Yeah. <laughs> what about, what, you mean, Lindsay Lohan, what, her parents didn't want her to drive Herbie? For some reason. For some reason, She yeah. couldn't say, hey, it, it drives itself, I don't even have to be good at this. You know, we got fired, we got, you know what, we got fired off that movie? I, yeah. I guess Matt Dillon. But go ahead. No, no, no lovely nice guy. guy. Nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Nice guy. Uh, no, uh, we got fired because uh. we refused to make the front bumper smile. Didn't make sense. Yeah. And the, Didn't the make executive sense kept saying, and then Herbie smiles. And that was our line was in the sand. No, he fucking doesn't. He's a car. Yeah. What do you mean he smiles? How does explain to me how he smiles? And they're like, his bumper crinkles up into a smile. Bullshit. Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense. And we got fired. Yeah, I bet Michael Keaton had your back on that too. Yeah. Well, that was way before shooting. We also had a whole backstory for why he Herbie did stuff, which was that he was possessed. The little boy the little got boy locked had... in the back of the car. Yeah, and he like while he 60s. saw his mother's murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but he can't scream. Yeah. And then the car like ran off a cliff. So he, it's basically it's, the car's possessed. Yeah. That was. Well, I didn't get a chance to see that one on a plane. I saw her music video, and that seemed pretty good. Oh yeah, oh, she's dancing right. around on or near Herbie. Yeah, <laughs> that was right and when she was like, I, "Wasn't yeah, the lyrics yeah. really suggested? Yes. Like, it's time to come and go." Or yeah, yeah, that was it. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It was called "Work Your Tailpipe." So, <laughs> and it was right when she got the D cups. Remember for a second? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Did you? So you got full credit though, even though you were fired. We got no, we, we shared credit. Yeah, oh, there's shared. a few other names on there. There's a bunch a, of ampersands and a bunch. And Twenty twenty-six guys wrote that movie after, after we were fired. <laughs> Not even an exaggeration He's or joke. They only credited like six. four. They like credited five. Five of us. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> He's nothing for asking that. Like I'm trying to lead to something. Not interested, apparently. I also just liked that I, I had a lot of fun with the fact that it was called Fully Loaded. Like, why would they make a kid's movie that has an expression about something being completely drunk off its ass? Well, it's also a car expression. No. <laughs> yeah, it could have been called Herbie Tricked Out. That's not sexual? Well, that's sexual. With Lindsay with her teacups pouring over the hood, working the tailpipe. You know what? Now that you mention it, it's impossible to name that movie yeah. without something. Because love, it started off with Love Bug. The right. Love Bug was already like, Lindsay Jesus, Lohan's, it's about chlamydia. It's about crowds. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan's in a slightly moist tank top in mm. front of it. Herbie Goes Bananas. Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo. Every title's oh. dirty. They also like pornos, right? Yeah. Herbie, yeah. Herbie gets a boner. Yeah. Why don't you tell Zac Efron that you want to make uh, Jesus Goes Bananas? 
It's about like what if Jesus came to life and we're able to talk and live amongst us. By the way, that's which he that's did. The that's the Bible. Bible. That's the Bible. That's, <laughs> then, he came alive and he was able to talk. Yeah, that's. Yeah. And then, and the twist is he swims. Yeah. A lot. He loves to swim on water. Yeah. Um, okay, so he, he never sinks. Let's play some games. Let's play, uh, bring it. Let's play a quick, try to do a quick build a title. I was excited by these guys' excitement backstage. They were actually like, the, the excited about playing the games, unlike other guests I won't name, <laughs> that have a very bad attitude about it. But uh, give me a movie title to start off the build a title with. Something that's got three or four words and it would be good. Uh, the Toxic Avenger? That's a horrible one. He's a, he's a Toxic Avenger. I can't think of any word any After other Avenger, titles that end in toxic or begin in Avenger. The, the there's the Avenger. Toxic. There's the well, yeah, that's the the Toxic Avenger. All right, so you so you lose. What about <laughs> right. you? Uh, the color of money. The color of money. There's the color. Oh, good. The color. The color. Of money. So you can drop oh, right. the the. So you just need something that ends in color or begins in money. Right. Hmm. <laughs> but you couldn't do the purple of money. No, you could do the color of purple of money. You can't do. No, right. I would, uh, oh, but you could do the color of money train. Yes, you can. Does no one remember money train? Yeah, huh? money train. Money train. Well, Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah, oh, please. Snipes, my when friend. When Snipes ruled the yeah, world. It was, it was, it was Snipes, Snipes and world Harrelson just, yeah. together again. Like, like right. we loved when they played basketball. Right. What would they be like if they were on a fast train? Yes. Right. And, right? Had money and money train had a copycat. Yes, in, spree in, in New, New York. York. It did. People mimicked. Yeah. The somebody squirted lighter fluid and lit a uh, uh, somebody. The guy who fire. sells the tickets in the subways. Yeah. yeah. There was a couple of those. Ugh, that's a horrible thing to do to a person. All yeah, right. <laughs> Money train or light him on fire. <laughs> Both. Okay, so we've got the color of money train. Hmm. What's a movie that starts with train? Oh, I got one. The color of money training day. Nice. The color of money training day. Fortnite. The, the color. Oh, well, sorry. The color of money. Fortnite. The yes. color of money. Training, training day, day for night. Day for night. At the museum. Boom. Oh. <laughs> wow. But if you did battle through the Smithsonian, we'd really be fucked because there's no movie. Was there a movie called Smithsonian? Ever? I doubt it. No. Yeah. And why didn't you guys get the uh, Holocaust Museum in there in some way? <laughs> Just have him run through and maybe stop and cry for a second. Yeah. There's a lot of shoes. What would the shoes, shoes do? That big pile of shoes? Yeah. Oh, those would be perfect. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. All those shoes could like be hurled at... Uh, a, is there a George Bush figure in any of those museums? <laughs> okay, let's play Let Them All Again, because uh, oh, I don't want to run okay. out of time on that. You guys seemed excited about it, and... Uh, I like that. I just hope I'm not in like whatever shitty movie it is. Well, every time I come up with a theme based on, uh, you know, who the guests are, it's something that will be uh, apropos to them and their uh, careers. So these are all really shitty movies. Okay. That, no, these are all uh, cop films. These are all uh, have, nice. uh, cops in them. Oh, mm. okay. Yeah, because you guys are on that show right. and that movie. The 9-11 show. 9-11. 9 show. Oh, Reno 9-11. And, and, and how, are the, how is the city of Reno's efforts to uh, get the show up and running again? How, they're how are they doing? doing? They're, doing they're, they're trying their damnedest. They're, they're really working at I it. I guess they didn't hear that we're doing a show for NBC. Yeah. But they're, <laughs> they're trying really hard. There could still be something, though, right? Sure. Oh, it's set in like another a... city, too, in Nevada. They're going to be Yeah, I know. They're going to be bombed. Yeah. Yeah. There new shows in Nevada as well? It was also it's set in city? North Las Vegas. Yeah. North Las Vegas. Oh, yes. boy, they're going to see that as a That's slap a spoiler alert, the by the way. Spoiler alert. Yeah. All right, here we go. This first movie, and try not to look at me if you can, because you, no, no. you can kind of figure out where it is alphabetically if you look at me. Oh, I'm not doing that. that. <laughs> wow. Okay, this is from 1981. Yeah, Things were ringers this or something. Okay. Okay, it's from 1981. Okay. And um, what else do you need to know about it? Um, I, I like to give a clue for every movie. It's a cop movie. Okay. And my clue is that the fifth billed actor in the movie... Uh, his name is Kenny Marino. <laughs> so it's not the Ken Marino not that Marino, we know and love, your friend, it's, but, but it's, it's Kenny, Marino. Kenny Marino. Yeah, it, there's and some the year is 1981. <laughs> yes. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Confuse me for a second. 81. 81. Oh, there it is. Okay, from 81. And there's 14 names. 
Four so Ben, we'll names. start with you. How many names do you think you can get it in? You can start at 14, or you can do a crazy jump to a lower number. Start from the bottom and you go up. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm going so to say obscure to the, to the number 14 one names. Yeah. So I'm going to like, say, I'm, I'm going to start with, with nine. Nine names. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to do it in seven. Great. Tom's going to say seven. So you can either say name that movie or... I'll go. I'll, I'll go six. I'll go six. Go okay. Six. You guys are fierce competitors. <laughs> I thought you were friends. Eighty-one. You want to go less than six, or do you want him to name it? Name that. That move. Okay. Right. Oh. You get six names. Eighty-one. Now, now, do you pick crazy obscure movies, or is this like a? Uh, these are, you know, movies. They came out. <laughs> You was know? it did, was it ever shown in a motion picture theater? The, everything has to have been shown <laughs> in a motion picture theater. Right. I, there's no direct video. I think he has direct video movies in here, but okay. So we got uh, the last name in the list. Kenny Marino is uh, no, he's uh, he's up there pretty high. Ooh. This is uh, Lance Hendrickson. Hendrickson. Oh, Lance Hendrickson. Cop okay. Oh, great actor. Classic. <laughs> classic. I know it. Classic. Uh, you know, ugly face character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not ugly face, but you know, like rugged. Yeah, 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 yeah rugged, 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 rugged. Okay, Peter Michael Getz. <laughs> yes. He's another character. There's a lot of character actors in this. Uh, Lane Smith. Yes. Lee, what did you say? Yes. I can name it. Lee, you what, name do, it? You, you, you're not, it's, uh, it's not Lance Hendrickson. Okay, Lee Richardson and oh. uh, Matthew Lawrence. Lance Hendrickson, 81. I'm going to say Terminator. <laughs> Yeah, he was in Terminator. He was in the first Terminator. 81? Yeah, he was. And it was uh, probably around that time. No, not it, though. But that's not the correct answer. Oh, uh, okay. I, I no, so thank, you, thank you for playing. Do I get one more name, or do I get to try? You can just go ahead and guess if you want. I feel like it's down to one of either two movies. Really? So do you want another name, or do you think or can you just pick one? It has to do with Lance Henriksen. <laughs> the next name on the list is Lindsey Krause. It's uh, Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> no. No, it's Robocop. No, Fuck. Not, I thought that too. He's not in Robocop. Yeah, Lance Hendrickson isn't in Robocop. The rest of the names yeah. are yeah. James Tolkien, Bob Balaban, uh, Kenny Marino, the aforementioned, uh, Carmine. Is it running scared? No. Richard Ferrongi, Ferronjoy. He was the late great Jerry Orbach, his second build, and the number one build actor in this movie is Treat Williams, and it was directed by Sidney Lumet. And it's called Prince of the City. Prince of the City. Yeah. Tom, you got the point, though, because never uh, seen uh, Ben couldn't name it. So let's do another one. That was fun. <laughs> I'm serious. No call from Efron yet. Okay. So the bidding starts with our winner, uh, Tom. And uh, this is from 2001. It's a cop movie. And Leonard Malton says it abandons credibility for melodrama. <laughs> That's your clue. The abandoned credibility for melodrama. In the year 2001. And there are 12 names. How many names can you get it in? Tom Lennon. Eight. Eight names, he says. I'm going to say seven. RBG says seven. 2001. 2001. <laughs> Makes it very serious and intense if you, if you whisper it. I, I used to do a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Huh? What? Huh? Who, are we, who are we on? Who's two speed? Two thousand one. Ben. I, I, I said just. I said. Fuck okay, it. I'll do it in six. Go. Six. <laughs> six. He says, "Fuck it." He can do it. Uh, in go. Six. Go. Yeah. Okay. Name that movie in six names. Here we go. I think I know this one. Nick Chinland. Oh, the great Nick Chinland. The great Nick Chinland. Oi. <laughs> Eva Mendes. Small part for her. Mm -hmm. Macy Gray. Oh, fuck. Not normally an actress. Okay, I have not seen it. <laughs> Snoop Dogg was in this. Dr. Dre. Yeah. How many names was I going to do? Six. One, two, three, four, Snoop five. Snoop Dogg and Dre. And then your last name you get is Cliff Curtis. Snoop Dogg. Is Dre. it... It's a cop movie? From 2001, a cop movie, yes. Everything's going to be tied up. Oh. You can't get it. It's going to be a tie game. <laughs> ah, I can't. Fuck. I, I'm sorry. I don't know that movie. That's all right. Does anybody know it? Does it help if I say Ethan Hawke and uh, Denzel Washington? That would probably help, yes. <laughs> yes, it helps a little bit. All right, so now you're tied up. It's training day? Training day, yes. Um. I like that. That's kind of fun, though, guessing after I've told you what the answer is. <laughs> I'm here. Is I'm it here. training day? I got a bunch of guesses. 
guesses out there. Oh, you heard all the. You'll get a point from guessing after you. I feel like I should get half a point. You guys get I said it first so far. Okay. So this is a. So those are just lost points. They're not. Yeah, those aren't points. <laughs> they're not true victories. No, they're not. They're not victories. You're no Pat no. Oswalt. No. No. Who names shit with no no names? Well, <laughs> have you seen his the TV at his house? <laughs> Very big TV. It's the size of this theater. No. It's a big TV. Just the TV. And he has a little like tea cozy built he has into a his tea cozy couch. And yeah, it's like one of the where the hobbits live. Okay, Ben starts bidding on this one. This is from 1987. 87. Yes. Mm. The further back we go, the more likely I'm going to know it, I bet. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, this is from 1987, and you've, uh, uh, it's a cop movie, and uh, Len Malton calls it loud, violent, trashy. Oh. Okay, hmm. and it's, you've got seven names to, to deal with, and Ben starts the, the bidding. Five. Ben can name it in five. Four. Tom says four. Loud, violent, trashy. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. I have a solid guess right now. Loud, violent, trashy. I've got a fluid guess. What'd you guess? <laughs> four. I, he said he could do it. Four. I said I could do it in four. I'll try three. He's gonna try three. I don't think I can do it in two. <laughs> you got a solid guess, but it won't fly with two. Fucking two. Two. Yes. Now we got a match. Or why don't I just guess now? No, no. I two. have to hear the two. He can okay. say one if he wants. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna though. <laughs> You're gonna say name I'm that gonna movie. Say name that movie yeah. Okay, the two names you get are Tracy Wolf and Darlene Love. Right. That's because the movie is, if it's loud and noisy, 1987. It's Lethal Weapon Two. That came out in '89. Lethal Weapon Two. It was so good though. And yet, it's on the same page as this one. <laughs> Yeah, it was very easy for me to look up. So, so, so could I guess? You know when Lethal Weapon 3 came out? I noticed you're not turning the page. That'd be 92. Oh, Lethal Weapon 4 came oh. out in 98. Oh. Oh. So do Tracy I? Wolf and Darlene Love are like listed last every time. They don't get a, they don't get a promotion. So do I get a guess? <laughs> yes. I'm going to say Lethal Weapon. That's correct. Lethal Weapon. For those of you at home, he is flipping the bird to me. And, and the audience. And the audience. Mo mostly the audience. Mostly for some reason. Reason. What was like the, like, uh, did, did, in any of your movies, because they've all been PG-13 or lower, right? Everything you've done? No, we've had no, a huge flaw uh, that was R. Prison. Uh, yeah. You were going to prison. Our first movie. Big flaw. Oh, okay. Horrible disaster. First draft was NC-17. They yeah. told us. Really? Uh, that was an R. Well, Herbie was a G. That movie's wall-to-wall -wall prison rape. Yeah. Oh, not, yeah. not as much the as the first rape. draft. Yeah. The first draft was... <laughs> rape uh, is always around the corner in that yeah. movie. Yeah. Speaking of you that... You called it Let's Go to Rape Corner. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been better than the title it had. By A.A. Mill. <laughs> uh, so... Okay, but uh, of the ones that were like family movies, because you've done a bunch of those, mm. that seems yeah. to be your, your basic stock and trade, yeah. the, the thing that you're, you're good at. They've all been, the family ones have all been hit, hits, right? Uh, there have been very, very big hits. hits. Yeah, but some of them have been very like big. Like Museum yeah, and yeah. the Pacifier and stuff so like that. So what, what was like something that you guys really wanted to get into one of the movies that you couldn't because of the, the restriction on the rating? Like, did you ever want Ben to tell the monkey to go fuck himself? <laughs> they they told us to for Herbie Fully Loaded. Uh, originally, there was a uh, like a because it was set in like the Fast and Furious world of street racing, and there was a bikini girl who would like drop her like uh, uh, flag before each race. Sure, race. Yeah, yeah. And and she fell in love with Lindsay Lohan because she thought Lindsay Lohan was, was a, a cool guy. guy. Yeah. Disney said Disney said that was a little too sexy. Yeah. So they, those they, scenes they were made kind of hot. Cut they made us yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there was a very hot yeah. chick in a bikini in love with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Was like the the Which then story. Sort of be true, except it was Samantha Ronson. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the great thing with the uh, museum too is you really finally got around those kinds of restrictions and put Amy Adams in some awesome pants. Oh. <laughs> like when I mean, uh, you knew whoever was going to play Amelia Earhart was going to wear those awesome pants. You can't not wear even, those pants. Even so, yeah, Amy Adams is. She went really above and beyond. She went above and beyond. Who was up for? Who was close to Well, that, that role was actually requested. Someone else requested yes. that role. We wrote the whole thing to woo another actress who won. Not Zach Efron. Oh, false alarm. False alarm. He pulled out his phone. Yeah, false alarm. We thought it was Zach. No. 
Is, is uh, tell him you have uh, an idea for High School Musical 4. I'm sure he wants to uh, dive right in and continue to be in those movies. <laughs> He's not distancing himself at all. In any way. Shirtless on magazine covers every chance he gets. Um, um, no, we wrote that role for somebody else who requested it to be written for them. And it sounds like you're going to not, not give us the name. Reese Witherspoon wanted to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Why didn't she ultimately do it? I, I don't know. We don't know. She ended up doing something else. The, the, right. the, the, reason the movie's that... better off, I think. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon would look dumb in that haircut. That wouldn't work on him. Those are the comments of Doug Benson. <laughs> they do not reflect well, you 20th to, century. You want to be might be. Yeah, that's the reason Amelia Earhart is in the yeah. film, is because Reed said, we read went to Fox and said, I love this movie, my kids love it, I want to play Amelia Earhart. And we wrote it, and then at oh. the end she was too busy to do it. Great yeah. idea for someone else. Yeah. yeah. That worked out great, because uh, Amy Adams isn't, wasn't in Legally Blonde too. <laughs> 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 this is the first movie I could think of. Four Christmases? She was in I feel like I should have gotten a point for just... That I said lethal weapon before I said that you got any lethal weapon at all was incredibly impressive. What wasn't it though? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Let's try another one. You can start the bidding. This movie is a cop movie that there are three movies that have this title, but I'm just thinking about the one from 1995, not the one from 72 or 87. And there are 20 names. Wait, 95 is the one. And one is 72. 95 is the one we're looking for. And one is 72 by the same name. It's, this is the most confusing clue. Would Se not have helped. <laughs> seventy-two. When was the next one? Seventy-two. 80. And then eighty-seven. And then ninety-five. They just kept saying, "You know what? This title works. Let's keep doing it." <laughs> oh, okay. This, this title. is interesting because totally it's different movies. Different movies with title. the same title, so it's yeah. not like Blue Streak. But they all have cops in it. I think. <laughs> it's not Blue Streak. Or maybe the first one doesn't have cops in it. The first one doesn't. All right. Most confusing clue ever. There's twenty names. From 1987. From 87, I'll say 16. He's gonna get in 16. <laughs> 72. I'll, I'll say I'll say 10. 10 names. Good. Let's move this along. 22. Fuck it, nine. <laughs> I like when he says fuck it, and then only goes down one more. I'll, I'll go. I'll go seven. You go seven. He's going seven. Great. That's it. You want to name it seven? Name that movie. Name that movie. Here we go. Wait, can I ask? Are they all cop movies? I think I think two of them are. I'll even read <laughs> the more first. confusing. The first one is it says Ray Andy Warhol meets Sunset Boulevard. So that's probably not a cop movie. <laughs> oh. But then the second God. one is a the cop. Movie. That's the first one. Yeah. The seventy-two. Seventy-two. Then the second one is a Andy cop movie from eighty-seven. And then Andy Warhol's not a movie. It's a guy. I know. Isn't that weird that he would meet a street and then like, <laughs> yeah. a whole movie is just one weird-looking guy standing on a street sign. <laughs> They mean an Andy Warhol movie meets the movie Sunset Boulevard, right? I think, yeah. I think yeah. that's what he means. Right, right, right. They're talking shorthand here. They don't say he left the building. They say he ankled. All right. They know you're in the biz. <laughs> uh, she said, uh, Amelia Earhart says ankles. She oh, yeah. Let's ankle. I like yeah. that. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Piven. Tone Loke. Henry Rollins. Hank Azaria. <laughs> Kevin Gage. Is that six names? Tom Noonan. This is the 87. 87. No, no, 95. This is the 95. 95. Henry Rollins was in it. Yeah. And Tone Loke. And Jeremy Piven. And Hank is there. You have the Tone Loke box set at home, don't you? So. I do. I know it by heart. And Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan's that guy that's always really creepy. Like, he was the big, weird, creepy guy uh, in Manhunter that was like, uh, you know, <gasps> is this serial killer. killer. Tone Loke is in it. I know that. That doesn't help. That hurts. It hurts. It hurts. You can't. Uh, what? Hey, any movie Tone Loke was in. Henry Rollins hasn't been in that many. Henry Rollins. Oh, Tone Loke was in Ace Ventura. And then Johnny Mnemonic. He's made. He's made some powerful choices. Tone Loke. sort of paved the way with Ace Ventura for Ice T to be on a Special Victims Unit. Totally. He really opened Absolutely. up the door to raspy rappers who don't act very well. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know it. Jerry. All three of the movies from seventy-two, eighty-seven, ninety-five are called Heat. Oh. And the one I want you guys to guess Those guys from eighty-five was the Michael Mann one with Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, Val Kilmer, John Voight, Tom Sizemore, Amy Brenneman, Ashley Heat. Judd, Michael T. Williamson. There's a fucking shitload of people in this movie. 
Dennis Haysberg, Natalie Portman, William Fickner, the great William Fickner. Bill Fickner, sure. Love that guy. <laughs> you do that with everybody, right? Just make it sound like you know everybody. By I did a TV show with him for a while. What show? It was called MDs. Really? Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to go. Do you guys have anything you want to plug? Uh, no, we're anything gonna, coming up? We're very excited. You got we're a new show for NBC, NBC yeah. next next season, possibly. It's, yeah. You're working on a pilot. New pilot. A lot, a lot of the Reno uh, faces are going to be on it. Well, that's fantastic. I could never tire of the Reno faces. It's going to oh, be very funny. Fantastic. It's a pleasure to have you guys on here. I don't I don't know either of you very ter- terribly well. We've met, but uh, this was an absolute delight. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you both of you don't seem to judge my sincerity. <laughs> I don't say that after shit shows. No, it was horribly. a good one. That was a good one. It was good. I'm gonna go ahead and say that was a good one. So yeah. it, it didn't go horribly, is yeah. what you're saying. It went, it went a lot better than horribly. Yeah. I'll take that. I'll that take was, that. Would you like that in a review? This movie's a lot better than horrible. It's oh, better. Fuck, yeah, we never get that. Get, but yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to be, uh, I got some plugs. I'm going to be at Ohio State performing uh, and just hanging out on the campus on uh, October 28th. And I'll be at the Funny Bone, Funny Bone in Bloomington, Funny Bone in Bloomington, Indiana, November 12th through the 14th. This is 09, of course, in case you're listening to this podcast years from now. Years in the future. What if you're listening to it years in the past? Get ready. Those dates are coming up. <laughs> Remember when that naked dude showed up in the parking lot and warned you that Doug Benson was coming to town in 20 years? When people do find out about making a time machine, it's just going to be for something like that. To go back and get the jump on a podcast. It's just going to be advertising shit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Coke Zero's coming out in a quarter century. Be ready. Thanks for being on the show, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Doug. As always, Golden Defoe was the shithead. Yeah, I want to look cool. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. (laughs) AutoTrader.